Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Yeah. Look, look at the way that I glisten. I saw me tripping. Put it in gear if you gave me permission. Gave her some bash She walked out the clinic. Now she now gonna be so for a little very excited i'm very excited to be back as always it feels good i actually turned the air conditioner off because i can always hear it later on oh. go ahead it's gonna get nice and smoky in here oh, yeah. about to get warm boys but speaking of being too hot and burning down mm. i finally decided i'm i have got my thyroid medication i've got my running started yes. and the the fun part about running is that you realize how heavy you are because uh -huh. i've been carrying a lot of weight and i'm like it's not that bad way i'm carrying it pretty well which is just like <laughs> fat people talk for i'm not gonna do it yes um and uh i'm like it, it was super fun because i've started cutting down my carbs like a lot okay but in a healthy way i decided I to do it in the salad way. and go right there oh yeah salad yeah. and go is You're a lifestyle right. so i decided to do it in a non-psycho way okay. because we talked about the portion situation yeah um and basically it's like Carbs still exist in my life, but yeah. it's all wholesome, intuitive eating. That's the buzzword. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, uh, I switched over. You know what's really good, surprisingly? Cauliflower rice. Okay. I found out. Yes. It's a seasoning issue. You got to work with it. How do you get it to not be like... Uh, like Sad? Tastes <laughs> smell, like, smell like foot? Yes. Like vinegary. Like, I don't know. I, I like, like vinegary kind of... personally, but what I do is I make whatever my protein is. Like, so I'll make like seasoned fish. Yeah. Take it out of the pan, and then I make the rice on top of... Okay. That. That makes sense. So there should still be, like, if your oil's entirely dried so up like and all that sauce and stuff, it's like you kind of overcooked your fish okay. in the first place. But, yeah, so you use that. You season it as appropriately. I put, like, a little bit of mushrooms in there or something, and it's it works out. Nice. And uh, the first day of being back to the low-carb life was super funny because I had, like, an existential crisis because I had, like, a terrible drive down to Tucson. Like, just, it was the worst traffic I ever dealt with in my life. And I had such a, it wasn't a panic attack or anything, but I started getting a what's called an ocular migraine. Okay. And uh, f for those of you who don't know what it is, your eyes just fail. So oh. you get, like, I got, like, cracks on my left eye. Oh my that's God. the best we're gonna describe it so i lost now? it's gone now it only lasts for like 10 minutes it's happened to me before so that's why i didn't forget if i had not known this before i would like pulled over and like called the doctor or something. i don't know okay so i lost like 20 percent of my vision my left eye i have no carbs in my body not no but not enough and i'm just like driving down the road singing dixie chicks and uh actually no it was uh whiskey lullaby okay which made me cry. And then, because uh, yeah. I was having a bad day anyways. Did that help? I was having a bad time, super stressed out. And it was just like, put that bottle to his head and pull the trigger. And it, it was sounds just, like it was the right song for the right time. It was. It brought me back. Yeah. Good. It grounded me. But it is so fun going for, I, I know people talk about like quitting smoking is hard, quitting all the stuff is hard, quitting like food is hard. But the misery that comes from it right in the beginning for me is like the funnest part because it's just so funny. It's just a hilarious place to live. Yeah, it's just like, wow, this is we're really suffering this much because we pulled a couple carbs out. Exactly. Your body yeah. it's 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 a it's like when you have a kid who's acting up yeah. and you just like are looking at them like, oh, okay, yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna die if I take away all your play doh. Yeah. Like that's how it feels in my body. It's uh it's like I do you've <laughs> had like six hard boiled eggs, yeah. some veggies, like and like there was like you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you were so fine. My body's just throwing a hiss. It's like I'll blind you man. I'll throw us both off the road. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, and that's and that's actually like for me, there's a, a certain amount of uh love 
Yeah. Because if, if you have those situations yourself, just uh, just realize that your body is a toddler and yeah. you are at the captain's helm, but your uh, first mate, your body is an asshole. And That's he likes and he likes to eat treats. Yeah. Good perspective. I did. I ate a whole. I ate so many. <laughs> it was just funny, too, because I was amped. Because yeah. I had I hadn't eaten much the day before because it's kind of like going grocery shopping or anything. I crushed like six hard boiled eggs and I'm just like ready to take on the day. Like that carried me until like three. I was I bet I don't know why that I don't really even like eggs that much. But you know if you're ever looking for that four to six hard boiled egg energy, it exists. Oh, I'm sure that's like you know we got protein and fats and just plenty of fuel. I was ready to go to war. Yeah, my eyeball was not. You know that's actually what uh, not hard boiled, but. Uh, I see these bodybuilders, like these really big ones, they're eating six hard-boiled, or no, six, like, cooked eggs, fried usually, mm -hmm. and then they'll eat, like, a bowl of oatmeal, like, this big. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. That's, that's what they eat for breakfast. I don't know, the egg is the, is a superfood in a lot of ways, yeah. and if you meet any vegetarians who are, like, actually, like, pretty buff, like, they crush eggs like crazy, yeah, because cr it's, like, eggs and whey, and it's, uh, but the problem is the eggs, you get tired of them, and uh, what I do is I, I get the hard-boiled eggs, and I chop them up you saw me do this the other day and i put usually like cayenne and then like garlic salt on oh, them okay and i just i just eat them with like a fork like no it's it's because it's too much egg flavor and then that goes back to that like fart smell because like once you're on like your second egg without enough salt on it like you just slowly start like smelling the fart from the back of your mouth i feel that yeah like you don't want to dutch oven yourself with eggs yeah, I did four eggs the other day, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired of these eggs by the end. So I'm, be more. You know what they yeah. say? That hunger. probably do like three poached eggs if I yeah. put in a bowl of ramen. This guy freaking poached eggs. Just the, the, the most difficult type of egg possible. It's yeah, like toss an egg while you're already cooking ramen. That is actually, we learned that. Like Everyone talks about how hard it is to poach an egg. It's like the key is to make ramen, throw the egg into it, poach it in there, and just don't take it out. Oh, wow. Just <laughs> and it's, you have a poached egg. Nice. But, yes. so uh, In a bed of ramen. In a bed of ramen. Exactly. You just, you, nice. you crush eggs. Well, why did you'll, I do that in college? Fuck. Dude, honestly, like, Celias is yeah. the the ramen master. He's taught me everything I know about ramen. Yeah. It's like, oh, what you're going to do is you're going to cook it, you're going to pour out half the water, and then you're going to leave it on there for two more minutes because what it's going to do is engorge the noodles, and now they're more like an udon. Oh, wow. Okay, here's what you're going to do. Now you're going to put the water, and you're going to pour soy sauce in the water, then boil it in there. Now you have soy sauce-infused ramen. Damn. Okay. Now you're gonna add an egg. Now he's it, it, everything I know about ramen. I've learned from. Wow. Salas. Okay. There's like I did. There's levels to this. There is levels to this <laughs> shit. Um, if yeah. you know, if you're if you're listening to this and you're going to college right now, you haven't become broke yet. It's gonna take about a semester before you finally blow it all on beer money. Hit us up with your questions, yeah. and we will tell you how to make ramen, uh, both macro friendly and less depressing. Yeah, Speaking of questions, we're rolling to it again. We're liking this new format. There's a bug. Ew, ew. <clears throat> I think I got it. Um, the uh, the new format. We what got your questions. Call this. I mean, I'm fielding these questions in the gym, and I'm bringing them to you guys. So I know you gym goers out there. There should you guys should have, have a name for this. Yeah, I think this should just be called back in session because the thing is, it kind of came from the concept of us like teaching, and informing, and yeah. disproving, and it's. We can uh, at some point maybe we'll like differentiate things, but like I kind of like this. Yeah. I kind of I think this could be where we live for a while because we've changed yeah. a few times. Yeah, we like to bounce around, and if you guys keep having the questions, we're gonna keep having the answers. Yeah, and uh, if we don't, if you want to stick to back in session, call it back in session answering questions. That's a terrible name. This is that does not trenches. brand well. That does not brand well. In the back, 
In the trenches. Yes. These are questions from the trenches. Mud, bloods, bloods, blood and guts. There we go. Got there. Blood, guts, and irons. So the first question is a great one because yes. this is uh, the one of the things that it's like shampoo. Yeah. Because shampoo, if you actually read it, it says that you should uh, lather, rinse, repeat. Yes. No one does that. It's dry your hair out. It's bad for you. If you do do that, it's bad for your hair. Yes. How do you take creatine? Uh, I just take it whenever I can, once a day, every day. Done. That's what I do. Now, what does That's the bottle it. say? The bottle says <laughs> that you need to load for 10 days with carbs and then go into a taper phase and then taper that off for three months. And then after that, you're, you're good. Uh, but I think that is redundant. And just like you said, you know, it's adding that extra step. So you, in my opinion, blow through it quicker. Let me tell you that there's a couple parts of that and there's bullshit to like every level. Yeah. So there's a few things. What was it creatine monohydrate? Monohydrate? Yeah. Monohydrate. That is it. That's the active ingredient. All of them are the same. Some of them taste different. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Some of them are berry flavor. Some of them are this. Some of them taste like nothing. I usually go with the nothing so I can add it to other things. Right. So don't let someone upsell you on their version of creatine. If it's, you're paying more than thirty dollars for your creatine. Fucking it's like buying yeah. expensive salt. It yeah. does actually. There's more of an argument for salt because Himalayan salt does taste slightly different. Creatine, it, it doesn't matter. It's just it's all the same. The second part, the loading phase. Yeah. The loading phase got me for so long mm -hmm. because the loading phase. Because the thing is, people will hold on to their container of creatine for a very long time because it's a very small scoop. So yeah. what they want you to do is every time you fall off the creatine wagon, you get back on. They say actually you need to take two to three scoops a day to load yeah that's not how it works your body will just continue to process it normally and it'll piss out all the extra and they're just trying to get you to buy more creatine well if you could do it but it will fuck you up they want you to take 20 to 30 grams a day which is a ton of creatine enough to give you like diarrhea and serious Jeez. issues for digestion uh which is gonna make you more dehydrated and make it harder to absorb the food you're eating so not a good idea. Uh, it kind of defeats the purpose. So people have kind of gotten away with that. And now a lot of people are doing the just like take five grams every day forever. And that way you don't have to load. You kind of just like you don't have to worry about, oh, I have to take it right exactly after my workout and then drink it with, you know, exactly 24 grams of carbohydrates so that it makes the insulin go high enough to drive into the muscle or else it won't work. You just take it every day. It's already in your blood. It's already ready. Then after three months, you're ready to go. Exactly. And also, your mom lied. It's not going to give you kidney failure. It's fine. Just yeah. make sure you're actually drinking water. If you yeah. were super dehydrated all the time, don't take creatine because it's literally all about moving water around. And uh, if you don't have that water move around, it's there's no point. Right. It doesn't make sense anymore, and it's not helpful. Okay. So uh, creatine, great. It's one of the only things that's actually been scientifically proven to actually make your workouts better and actually do what it says it's going to do. Yeah. Um, it does not cost a lot. You can Let's find it on Amazon. Tech. It does not increase your bench press by 310%. Sorry, muscle tech. Uh, then I feel lied to. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good stuff. It's not that expensive. Do not overpay for it. You'll grow as a person. Yeah. Unless you take... 30 scoops in one day, then you're, you might, your mom might be right. Yeah. That's the creatine bloke guys. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, this is actually another good question. I know it's coming off of, uh, 
COVID and everything, we've got the, uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say those words on YouTube anymore. Um, the Delta extra variant is back. We're coming out. Some people still don't feel super comfortable going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Some people actually just have a lot of space at home and yeah. want to make use of that because they hate other people. Or, or I mean, you bought a bunch of very expensive gym equipment. There you go. No, the no, Bowflex. No. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what is the best piece of home gym equipment? If you were saying, I have a garage. Yeah. I have some space. Yeah. What should I get? What's going to make it so that this is actually like a good purchase? Um, well, are you talking about like gym, gym equipment or like at home equipment? Let's start with gym equipment because I feel like that's something we haven't talked about before. And okay. then we'll touch lightly on like small stuff. Cause I think we talked about that earlier in the year. I would say a Smith machine and a bench. That that's what I was going to say. So much with that. Yeah. Because yeah. you can move the bench into the Smith machine. You can, yeah. I mean, does it have to be a Smith machine? Can you also just use like a squat rack? I would, I would still pick the Smith machine yeah. over the uh, the bench press. For like a yeah. safety reason or for a multi-use reason? Um, for a safety reason because <laughs> you're at home by yourself. You're going to do the most dangerous stuff yeah, on, that's on true. your own. That's true. Because you know? the ones I've seen that I actually think get used yeah. by people, I know they're not like crazy, you know, people with lots of money or like very specific on uh, fitness stuff. It's they have a bench. Mm -hmm. a smith machine typically mm -hmm. or a squat rack if they're crazy and they usually have a place for deadlifts like just like a it literally you get some two by fours or like some padding you can buy it online whatever uh, you can also make it yourself and then usually they have like dumbbells going up to whatever weight yeah. is fine for them right and then you have some plates and a and a bar and basically that's all you need yeah and that's that's a that's lot. a few hundred bucks that's you could probably keep that under grand maybe yeah, I, am I, I out of my the mind? Plates would probably be the most expensive part. Yeah, but you can also get those secondhand. You know, many, on how many you know how many times I've been to garage sales and they're selling forty-five pound plates. I, I haven't looked, but I don't think right now. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, not right now. That, Actually, right. I was talking to someone about that earlier in the year. They're saying how uh, getting gym equipment was like impossible because yeah. everyone was purchasing it. Bolts and gym equipment. Yeah. So actually finding used might be great right now because all of those people finally decided it's never going to happen. Maybe. <laughs> go yeah. ahead and sit, go and uh, head on to OfferUp or uh, the Facebook Marketplace, all of that stuff. That's you might find some call, good actually. stuff. I bet they I would. I guarantee that some people have finally, like their wife is just like, you're ruining the garage. Get this out of here. Yeah, it's like, I need another uh, car. Let's, let's Exactly. We don't need all of this stuff. And then it's as far as if you're not actually going to buy equipment, okay, what would, what what should you get? Just regular at home fitness. We'll say equipment. nothing more complicated than like dumbbells, like adjustable dumbbells. Yeah, I would say either adjustable dumbbells or if you can't afford that because those are pretty pricey. Yeah, like a band set. Mm -hmm. I think those are the best because you can do push, you could do pull, you could do like uh, leg stuff, you could do stretches, you could do a lot with the bands. Yeah, yeah, no. You can hook them up. I I did like a full body workout with the bands during the pandemic. Bands are great for maintenance yeah. too, especially if you already have a build going. Because um, mm -hmm. I think it's really funny when they have the uh, what was it called the shake weight where they're just like sitting there jacking it at their face, like look how buff I am. Yeah, right. And uh, it was just so like, dumb. yeah, that shake weight is gonna make you look like that, huh? Yeah. Um, and then like you have the band things, all the stuff, super buff people. The irony is that they will not get you there. And I'm, I'm, let me just go and say right now, disavow on the yeah. shake weight. It makes no sense. Um, but bands and stuff, like if you have the muscle there, it's all about just activation, yeah. high volume Attention. stuff. Like your muscles will be like, oh, okay, we still need to be here. Yeah. You can maintain a lot more than you think with it. Then, mm -hmm. you know, probably not going to build an Arnold physique or. I actually learned that from uh, the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, you did? Because they usually have very shit. Uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, gym equipment, and they it's just bands all day. Oh, like yeah. you just have all these pumps. 
buff guys who all look the same. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like, do you think on that show, sorry to get off topic, guys, going on The Bachelor, I can't believe I'm talking about this. I'm not. Like, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> um, I can't believe that, you know, they have all these fit people on this show, but the gyms always suck. Like this and like Big Brother and all that stuff. It's like they have all these. I think it's gotten better. We're really going off topic, but they have like some, yeah. like they have like hotel gyms now. But again, it's a hotel gym. Yeah. At the end of the day, and also like you're supposed to be focused on finding love, not finding gains. Okay. If you didn't well, get the gains like for you, Big Brother. Yeah. That's another really good example of dudes <laughs> who are just fucking jacked. You just curl, yeah. wee, you just curl, wee man. Yeah. And it's like, like they're in there for months, and it's like they're just not going to be able to work out like that. It's like, come on, I probably wouldn't sign up for a show if they're like, sorry, you can't work out for like six months. You'd find a way. No. You find yeah. a way. <laughs> Shit. In Afghanistan, I worked out more than that. I mean, that's really all there is to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, drink champagne and eat shrimp all day. Like, eat, drink champagne and eat shrimp all day? I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I like. It's just like Dimitri comes back, he weighs 300 pounds. Like, what happened? I thought you had a fitness podcast like shrimp and champagne, dog. <laughs> I, it, the, the shrimp, it was so low fat, but the champagne was not. <laughs> um, so... I like this question. We'll do this one before okay. we go to the break. Why don't I look like I work out, Wes? Is a question for me. Did you hear me say this to myself in the bathroom or something? <laughs> no. no. Um, well, the person who asked this question, um, I think what... I'm not going to say who it is, but I think what's going on is they see, like, all this Instagram stuff, and then they think that, like, that's achievable in a short period of time, like, you know, even two to three years, which is like way too short. Like the people who can look, you know, like the Instagram models or like the physique competitors and stuff like that, a lot of them, A, already look pretty close to that before they even started working out because of genetics. Or B, they've already put in 10 plus years of working out. And those are the two situations where people look, you know, at that, like a fitness model or like a competitor. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people, when they start working out in the gym, they don't realize how long it really takes to get a look where you actually look like you work out even in a regular t-shirt you're seeing a finished product yeah like you're not seeing what built up to it a lot of people that's the thing that bums me out for a lot of people too especially yeah. when they're starting their journeys later is a lot of these uh, fitspo people were very athletic as kids yeah already so yeah. like they were a football player or they were like their family worked out or their dad or mom was like into yeah. fitness so like they had a really strong foundation so while you were kind of like doing your own kid stuff they were laying a groundwork yeah and not on purpose and that's just how it is some people are very smart same way it's like oh if your mom is a mathematician like you're probably going to be better at math than most people that's the kind of how it is so yeah there's those genetic freaks out there like you know uh jay cutler or arnold that by 21 look you know ridiculous mm -hmm. by 21 but you know most people uh most average genetic people it takes 10 years before they look like they work out i feel like the another point to be made and it's it sucks to say it but a lot of people who are in really good shape and this is a lot of times i feel like for uh like police officers military people who work in like construction like yeah. you're strong as hell like you're super strong you have really high endurance you do all of this stuff but your fat content right that's sucks. a big one your fat content sucks. And also, like, all, like yes, I get it. Like, oh, what carry fat in... Bleh. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's... You have an unfortunate way of carrying your fat. Join the club. Yeah. Um, but if you could just, like, lose, like, 5 to 10%, you'd be, like, shocked. Because that's, that's another thing. Some right. people that's who don't have pecs... Mm -hmm. like, I don't have pecs. It's just like, yeah, dude, it's just because your fat is carrying up your rib cage. Mm -hmm. 
like if a, it had a smaller waist, it would look like exactly. That. Yeah, so right. like your pecs will bulge more if there wasn't like fat around your titties. That's yeah, like point. that's it, you can't get the definition out, and uh, that just comes down to leaning out, getting smaller. Like if you're you know if you're just if it was just your skeleton with muscles on top of them and the skin, then you would look insane. Right. But there's a lot of stuff in there, and you got to kind of like cut out the extra stuff that doesn't need to be there, which is the fat. Yeah, that's a big uh, point. You know, it's like what people say: you want to look ten pounds bigger, lose ten pounds of fat. It, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, because then you, you automatically look like you have more muscle because you can see it. It's like the the country boy strong, yeah. like the like country boys. They're so strong, and they can ride a horse all day. Yeah, all but hand, they look corn fed, and that's because they are. It's like yes. they look stocky and sturdy and have thick necks, and they just like they don't look very like muscular necessarily. They just look big. But they can throw a tractor because they're covered in stuff. It's it's yeah. in, in it's also like the the strongman competitions though. Yeah. Those guys aren't lean. Yeah. It's because you're protecting your body, all that stuff. It just depends on kind of like what your deal is. Right. But there's lots of people who are really fit and look and work out, and they just don't kind of look like it. Yeah. They got the dad bod. It's there. Lose some fat. Or just kind of realize that you're at the beginning of your journey and you shouldn't be comparing to other people. Another point, the people that are super shredded are at like their weakest, you know? They're not strong. They're mm -hmm. frail. Their immune system is driven into the ground. And it's like they're one paper cut from like, you know, losing all their blood and fucking, you know, kidneys failing. So really, if you want to take yeah. down Mr. Olympia, find him on the day of, go sneeze on him. Go sneeze on him. <laughs> yeah, cough on him. And then, you know... Uh, also, give him a bunch of salt or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? Just be like, <laughs> pocket salt, and yeah. then sneeze on him. And yeah. then he's he's going to be out of commission for yeah. years. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> All right, we're going to go and run yeah. to a quick break, and we will pick up with the last of the questions. We'll catch you guys in a few minutes. As always, thank you for watching the show. You, If you're on YouTube, thank you. That's great. Pump those numbers up. If you're on the podcast, you're an OG, and we love you for that too. Yes. You can find us on YouTube at BNS underscore radio. You can find us at... BNS underscore radio on Instagram, on everything. I think on this podcast, we're still back in session radio. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we stay consistent across the board. It's good stuff. Send us your listener questions. Keep listening. Um, yes, thank you. We, the video, the views have gone up and we notice and we appreciate you. We and appreciate you. It's, I'm looking at you right now. Thank you, you're five star fam. At home, sitting in your underwear, eating things you're not supposed to. Like me. I still love you <laughs> and I appreciate you. Don't feel judged. Don't look back. Don't look back. No one else is there. It's just you and me. Thank you. As always, you can find us on Instagram. I can find you can find me at Demetrius Sebastian. You can find me at W Kendall underscore MFT. Uh, yeah, thanks guys. We appreciate all the views and uh, support. Yes. Okay, we back. This is a question that someone else asked, but really I should have been asking the whole time, is uh, how do you, I should have been. How it was do you, not from Dimitri, by the way, just in case anyone. They wondering. asked it for me. <laughs> they asked it for me. This is like someone yeah. listened and they were this just is like, the universe asking like for you. Wes knows the answer. And if Dimitri doesn't know the answer, that means he's refusing to ask. <laughs> how do you make your hamstrings more flexible? Um, well, you, it, it, it's all connected in the posterior chain, which we kind of talked about last time. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there's a two-part approach that works the best from the training I've received, and that's first, some type of tissue work like foam roller, massage gun, uh, deep tissue work like massage or like cupping, scraping, something like that. Yeah. Uh, something that's going to untie all those knots in your muscle fibers. So think of your muscle fibers as like a bunch of pieces of yarn that are can get stretched out straight, and that's the full stretch length what you should be at. Now, 
Now, some of those pieces of yarn, not all of them, but some of them get tied up into knots. Yeah. And unless you really massage them out, then those knots stay there even when you stretch. So first you got to do that. After you do the, uh, you know, tissue work, then you can go into like a static stretch, which is usually step one. Yeah. You know, so it's like you can do like a bent over stretch, try and touch your toes, or you can do one on the ground even, trying to touch your toes, anything to kind of have that straight knee angle. And then um, the third and final step, which is after you have like a normal range of motion and you want to improve on your range of motion, mm -hmm. you then add in weighted stretches, which is like, you know, what... A single leg deadlift is a good yeah. example. You know, something that's safe and not crazy heavy. Like a dumbbell kind of situation? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So we're going to untangle the yarn. Yes. With rub downs <laughs> from yourself or your loved ones. Koreans. And then, Koreans are our loved ones. Um, the, uh, oh, and then we're going to move to stretching that rubber band and kind of like mm -hmm. making it happen. So you're going to be doing those. Stretchy. yeah. Like what, the, what they told you back in PE, it's like, Touch your toes. Yeah. Like the presidential fitness test was like made to determine yeah. how short. The bend and range. The, yeah, exactly. The bend of shame. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> my toes and my fingers haven't been acquainted in quite some time. <laughs> so things like that. It's always that one. Girl make sure you're working that time. You can't even touch your toes. It's like, always, and they touch you, the hands flat to the yeah, ground. Like, you're fucking 100 pounds. And it's just like, I'm going to go find something heavy yeah. that you can't pick up and I'm going to set it on something you love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go tighten every single jar in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch your toes to open those. <laughs> the uh, And then we're going to wrap up with once you finally are someone who is not pathetic like me, you actually can start, instead of just using them as workouts, mm -hmm. like a dumbbell deadlift, you can kind of like use them as static holds. Mm -hmm. And that can kind of bring you that, like it isn't just stretch it, but it strength, strengthens that stretch. Yes. It makes it maintainable. Yeah, you're right. Like a ninja. Ninjas. Yeah. Honing the want, blade. You want that muscle to be like a ninja. Muscle. Exactly. Like, you know how like ninjas are always crouching on top of... Uh, on houses and shit. They can like kick people in the face. You think that you're allowed to be a ninja with short hamstrings? You know, you call yeah. a ninja with bad hamstrings a samurai. Garbage. <laughs> okay, so you're team ninja over team samurai. That's been. Yeah, I'm team samurai, by the way. So. Yeah, well, fig honor, fig honor. figure out your hamstrings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, the, uh, and this is obviously a question submitted by Wes. How do you train your calves? <laughs> and I'm going to go and take it's the lead on this one. I'm going to I'm gonna go and take the lead on this question. So what you're going to do is yeah, you're going to be, do, you're gonna be you do? born. <laughs> you're you're going to be exist you're gonna be born you're gonna walk out into earth <laughs> and what you're gonna do is you're gonna carry a bmi that some would consider unhealthy <laughs> for the majority of your life because i'll ask you this i've never seen a fat man with small calves and then you're gonna lose that weight because you've found this podcast you found this youtube channel and you decide to change your life and then once you're huge you're going to look down at your calves and you're gonna be like thanks mom and dad yeah for making me a little fat and that's how you grow big calves, according to me. <laughs> You're welcome. That, that is a way. Now, if you'd like to give your version of the truth, <laughs> I'm more than open to it. Yeah, uh, potentially other version. Um, well, so if you're not born into this world with, you know, baby heads as, you know, bottoms of your legs, then uh, what, oh, yeah. you, what you have to do is, like, go through a lot of you know, work in the gym to try and get them to grow and a lot of tears and disappointment and long hours and days and years waiting. 
Yeah. So, it's uh, kind of like it's kind of like trying to be famous. You just have to accept that you might be setting out for something that's going to lead to disappointment, but if you reach for the stars, you might land on the moon. Here's here's my <laughs> best advice. Uh, my best advice is if you can't have big calves, then have lean calves because people will be like, "Damn, your calves are shredded." As opposed to like having big calves and then that's like almost there. Striation, you know? separation, yeah, it looks good. calves. And then, you know what? It's like that's probably some people maybe the best that they can get, but I found that if you do a lot of work with calves where you're putting a lot of slow reps or long pauses at the stretch point of your calf that you can see some progress and that's all the progress i've seen has come from those two things you know what i don't think people talk about enough is the the calf of the arm the forearm because if yes. someone with shitty forearms because mm-hmm. my forearms suck they do get wider it's fine they're strong they do i can do the rolly things i'm like but you know a lot of people have they, their forearms suck as right. one of them. Like, so you, everyone, you look at these guys online with their giant forearm and they're badass. And then I, I don't know why that's not something we shame people for. As someone who would have been shamed as a small forearm person, why did we set up on calves? I feel like this why is just... Calves, not forearms. You're right. That's a good question. Because forearms, I feel like, are really cool, but there's so many people who have, like, subpar forearms, and we just, like, let them go. We just let them be that that's way. That's a great question. Do you think... Now, here's a question for you. Do you think people with small calves also have small forearms, usually? Well, as someone with big calves and shitty forearms i'd yeah. say no okay but i would say that a lot of guys with huge forearms have small calves okay more common i think that's way more common because yeah. it's i just don't understand because it's as, as a as a top heavy preferring society we're very um as long as as, as long as we're for, we're for, i think we're forgiving i think it doesn't make any sense it's like if you have everything else up top looks great yeah then it's like, yeah, it's fine. Or if you were someone who has like awesome legs and a shitty up top, then we're like, no, you are a pariah. Like, boo, yeah. boo, shame. You skip leg day. But, shame on you, Thor. And then now we have picture. a realm where it's all around fitness is preferred, but like everyone's just skating by. Because I mean, it's more like if you have good forearms, you know when you can notice if someone has good forearms? A lot of guys like to get these uh, these forearm tattoos now. No, that's when they don't have good forearms. So they get that tattoo to make their forearms look Oh better. yeah, Mr. Olympia has bad forearms, Wes. With his... Who? The most recent one. Who? Uh, Bumstead? Bum, oh, no. He's not Mr. He's classic uh, physique champion. Okay. That, there's only one Mr. Olympia. I'm sorry. Yes. My mistake. He's garbage now to me. Big Rammy. You know, the Olympics just happened. Yeah. Ride a bike uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good point. Have you seen that? Did you guys see those things with the guys, uh, the bikers with like the huge asses? Yeah. And they got all the memes were like, I'm getting a bike right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, bicycle, bicycling is a great way. My calves That's were so never funny. better. Calves. Yeah. I rode my bike yeah. to school yeah, like every day for like three years straight. My calves were awesome. That, that might have done it. Exactly. You know, we've already said we think that the stuff that you did as a kid, you know, those muscles respond well to training as an adult. So. Yeah, and it's like we talk about it constantly. It's like the reason your hamstring sucks, you sit all the time. The reason you suck at running is you don't run anymore. It's like yeah. adulthood is the worst way to stay in shape, and you have yeah. to be counteracting it. Becoming an adult yeah. is the quickest. That's why everyone gets fat. And I, I was actually learning about this in like Asian uh, cultures. Like they're way better about as you get older, like staying mobile. Yeah, like you always notice that you'll see like uh, old Asian men and women like walking around parks or malls or something. Yeah, that's because true. culturally they're like yeah. You shouldn't get sedentary. You got to keep walking. You got to keep moving. Yeah. And whereas, like, as Americans, we just slowly, like, as we we hit that point where it's like you go on a run, you're like, oh, yeah, this just sucks now. I guess I'm done running. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Like, that's not what you're supposed to do. If it sucks to run, like, you should actually be running. You need to force it. Right. You need to force it to happen. You need to stop eating carbs. You need to 
have your body try and crash the car you, you need you need to just you need to look yourself in the face look at the man in the mirror and say we will die on this highway if it's for fitness maybe maybe not Maybe, maybe not. That's exactly. Now, we're, we live in a world maybe where there's possibilities. He believes in science. I believe in magic. And that's where the boom comes from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, disclaimer. I, disclaimer. We're not doctors or therapists. Or so what we're going to do is we're going to draw a line right here. <laughs> we're going to just split. We're going to change yeah. my side. Mine's the dark side. Yeah. We should, we should do that. <laughs> it's just I'm sure wear a wizard hat at all times. Just like, do you believe? Bro, that'd be do funny. you? That'd be funny. <laughs> They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> so, as always, thank you for joining us. We love the questions. We love the format. We love having you here. We hope to answer some more for you next week. You can find us on BNS underscore radio on Instagram, BNS underscore radio on YouTube, just back in session radio on all of your podcast apps. You can find us on social media, me at Dimitri Sebastian. Yes. Thank you for the new listeners. I appreciate you uh, and your support. Uh, I'll see you all in the gym. And uh, you can find me at WKendall underscore MFC. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, 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 bah.